You're listening to Titan Nature's Yellowstone, a podcast for those that don't get out, can't get out, or can never get enough. Sponsored by Think Tank Photo. Think Tank Photo designs camera carrying solutions for working professionals. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Tide to Nature Yellowstone. This is your host, Adam Brubaker. And to start with, happy Thanksgiving. Today is Thanksgiving Day. And because it's Thanksgiving, I'm going to keep this one pretty short. I'm going to go over a couple things here. But I just wanted to mention, you know, the reason I'm going to kind of keep it short is I record these different episodes a day or two before I release them. I always want to keep up to date and get these podcasts out and keep them relevant which means I record them the week or a day or two before they're released. So it's Thanksgiving tomorrow, and so I'm recording this on Wednesday, November 23rd. I, my family is out of school. I have family coming up to visit, and so I just want to do a short one. You know, I'm sure a lot of people out there probably aren't going to be listening to this on Thanksgiving. Maybe, maybe you still are, but I just want to go over a couple things. Because it is Thanksgiving, I wanted to talk about turkeys. Turkeys in Yellowstone. Yellowstone doesn't have a lot of turkeys, and I've only seen turkeys in Yellowstone once, and it was like right on the edge of the park. That's the northeast entrance, and I thought that was the weirdest place ever to see turkeys, just because of how much snow you get in that area and the the type of habitat it is, but there was turkeys there. I don't know the history behind them, but turkeys there. And Actually, this last year, I heard that there was turkeys right out the east gate as well, so two I thought were very peculiar places to find turkeys in the park, but uh, there are turkeys in Yellowstone. With that, um, I do want to mention before I kind of get into what I'm going to talk about today is the Think Tank giveaway. Um, There has been a few of you entered. You got a week left. And basically, if you're listening to the podcast, the keyword is Yellowstone. So if you follow the link in the show notes or go to my Facebook or Instagram, you'll be able to find the link to the giveaway, doing a giveaway. All you have to do, it's a simple giveaway. You have to follow the podcast and visit Think Tank Photos website. You don't have to purchase anything, just visit the website. And then if you put that keyword in Yellowstone, gives you two extra entries. That's four entries to get uh, this this great bag, uh, one of the great bags or these uh, little wallets for SD cards. I'm also throw some swag in there from tied to nature. So anyways, if you haven't entered, go ahead, uh, follow that link and enter into that uh, giveaway. But what I decided to to talk about briefly, and just kind of give you, I guess, a couple more resources, is I've done a, a season or an episode in the past that talks about preparing for Yellowstone. If you haven't listened to that one, go back to season one. It was one of the the first episodes that I did. Well, let's see. It was episode six preparing for your Yellowstone trip. I decided to go into this a little bit more because it's that time of year. Right now, people are thinking about Thanksgiving and Christmas and then turn of the year and kind of right in this time frame, the next month or two, people are planning their trips. They're coming out to Yellowstone. I've seen a lot of questions on Facebook. I wanted to to mention a couple of things. And first thing I'll mention Facebook, there's, there's different groups Yellowstone through the lens and I don't know, a couple big Yellowstone groups. And I would honestly say 
there's some good information in those groups, but that is not the place I would go to plan your Yellowstone trip. Some of the information that I've seen on there is uh, nothing's consistent. Nothing's really good, solid information. Um, there, there is some good information, but you have to sift it out from the other things. You know, somebody might say, I'm going to Yellowstone in June. How should I prepare? And somebody will say, don't go. It's too busy. Well, that doesn't, it's not very helpful. Or somebody, you know, there's all kinds of different ways, but I'm going to try to give you a, a couple ways to help prepare. And number one, if you want to call me, text me, email me, I, you can find my information pretty easily if you're listening to this podcast. Info at tiedtonature.com is a great email. Call number is 208-351-5932. Feel free to ask me. I don't care if you want to take a tour with me. If you don't want to take a tour at all, if you want to use somebody else, I have no problem. Honestly, there are so many people come to, coming to Yellowstone. Um that, you know, we, we fill up, most companies fill up every year. There's always a little bit of spots here and there, but uh, I have no problem doing that. That's what I love is sharing Yellowstone. So anyways, uh, feel free to come to Titan Nature to ask. Uh, there are great resources. So I'm going to start with one, Shauna Barron. She is out of the Gardner, Montana area. She has worked as a guide for, I don't know how many years in Yellowstone. And she has a company called Yellowstone Trip Planning. And so she will, you know, actually you can call her, set up a time, but she doesn't, I don't think she books things for you, but you can set up a time and talk to her and get, you know, information from a local expert. She'll follow up with emails. She has a lot of resources, but she can just walk you through things, you know, what kind of you want to do and what she's going to give you some recommendations. So anyways, um, Shauna is going to be a great resource, and that is Yellowstone Trip Planning. You look that up. Another uh, great source is I have a couple friends that put out a book, uh, Trevor and Lynn Perks, and they have this little book. This is brand new. I believe you can find it on Amazon, and it is called Yellowstone Explored. And I just got this book. I was looking through it, and it's it's terrific. Uh, So... You're going to have a breakdown basically from different areas in the park. And so each section of the road is broken down. And then once you go to that section, so for example, in the front, there's a map and it says from Madison to Norse, you want to go to page 37. So you go to page 37, it's going to start with a map with highlights along that section, different things that are worth seeing. And then As you go further, it is going to give you information on trails. It is going to give you information on fishing that section, that area. It is going to give you picnic areas. Going to talk about each of the the areas that are listed on the map. Kind of give you more information on each of those areas. Going to have pictures in there. And then it has basically a place that you can take notes. My Yellowstone Adventure, Making Memories in Yellowstone. So a full page where you can take notes and put the date that you are in that area. And then on the last page of each section, it has uh, the wildlife I saw or the fish I caught while exploring. So you have a checklist of the animals that you saw, a checklist of birds, and a checklist of the fish, plus some areas that you can fill in. So it goes through the whole park that way. And then in the back, it has a great resource. Let me get there. So it'll have 
resource page. It has rules and regulations, swimming areas, boating, closures. It's going to have lodging and phone numbers with that. It's going to have campgrounds, uh, backcountry camping. So a quick reference guide. It's going to give you a wildlife map and best places to see wildlife. It is going to have information uh, on where you can see different animals with pictures throughout the park. Going to give you some fishing regulations, different flies to use when fly fishing, uh, hiking, bear awareness. Anyways, I, I mean, that's just uh, medical services, just a great reference, probably one of the best that I've seen. So Yellowstone Explored, you can find that on Amazon, or if you want to reach out to me, I can get you in touch uh, with the authors themselves and get books that way. But I would definitely look up that book, Yellowstone Explored. And so those are a couple new resources. Other resources, um, you can contact the National Park Service. They will send out things. There are just a whole slew of of different books from hiking books uh, that you can get. There's maps. There's books on geysers, on wildlife. A lot of it depends on what you want to do, what you want to see. Kind of, I'm going to give you kind of the basic of what I'd recommend. If you're coming to Yellowstone, you have the option of staying on the outside or the inside. What's better? It depends. I honestly think right now, under these conditions that we're in, staying outside is better. And the reason I say that is because of lodging options and food options are two big ones. If that is not as important to you, stay in the park because you get quicker access to things. Just the last couple of years, basically COVID, like everywhere else, they're short-staffed. Just seems like it's still up in the air as far as lodging and being able to keep your lodging, having food options. I always say to everybody come in and be prepared. And so that's those are two big things, you know, especially if let's say you have younger kids, that could be very important. Or if you're older, that could be important. Those are a couple of things to think about. Staying in a park, I do recommend that just because, especially for wildlife. If you're after wildlife, you're already in the park and you can be to some areas pretty fast. So that's something to think about. Other things to think about is where are you going to stay at? You know, there's the the north, the south, the east, the west side of the park. Where do you want to stay? Uh, again, that a lot of it depends on how much you want to travel. If you stay down in Jackson, let's say, and your goal is to see Yellowstone and want to spend a couple of days up there, I would go ahead and find a hotel closer to Yellowstone because you're an hour and a half just to get to the park. That makes for a really long day. If your goal is to be in the Tetons and see Tetons and you want to do a quick trip up to Yellowstone, maybe you've seen it before, you just want to visit Old Faithful. Yeah, that's great. You only have the day to travel, the one day uh, back and forth. It's not bad. Um, East Entrance is far. There has some great wildlife on that section. So if you're staying anywhere from the East Entrance to Cody, if you're looking at wildlife, it is a long ways to get in the park, but there's a lot of good wildlife on that section, especially bears, a bighorn sheep. So that's something to think about. Up north is definitely a great place for wildlife, but you're going to be a little farther away from a lot of the thermal things in the park. The west entrance is kind of the middle ground where, you know, it's closest to Old Faithful and things. You're about an hour to Canyon, hour and a half to Lamar Valley for wildlife, depending on the time of year. So I'm out of the west area, West Yellowstone Island Park, uh, out of Gardner, out of Jackson, not as familiar with Cody. There's some other options, great things to do outside the park. Can do horseback riding in the park. I think there's a little bit more freedom and more options outside of the park in those areas. Uh, there's whitewater or scenic rafting that's available. Uh, there's some scenic floats. And so that's something to think about is there's other things to do 
outside the park as well. Uh, if you're looking for more, I guess you could say that adventure, you know, doing more of those adventure activities. And so there are, you know, things to do outside the park. Uh, food is definitely easier to get on the outside of Yellowstone than inside of Yellowstone. Other things to think about when you're preparing your trip is gear to bring. Bear spray is good to have. That is something you can rent at West Yellowstone and inside of Yellowstone. I don't know about the other communities outside. I think you can in Jackson. I don't know about Gardner. Uh, some places have it, like if you're an Airbnb, maybe a hotel, they might have extra cans that have been left behind. You have to be careful with that. Uh, if you're going to do a lot of hiking, bear spray is recommended. So think about bear spray and whether you need it or not. Uh, if you're not hiking, if you're just staying on the boardwalks, I don't want to say you don't need it, but you know, it's not something that I would say that everybody needs. Other gear, binoculars. I would say bring a pair. You can buy a pair when you're, you're here. They're going to be a little bit more expensive. If you're on a tour, you'll typically, not all tours, but uh, you know, tied to nature, we offer binoculars and spotting scopes uh, on our tours to use. I see a lot of that a lot of time when people come on the tour. There's a binoculars or a spotting scope. And they have a day or two left and they're like, oh, I wish I had a pair. I wish I brought something. Um, so think about that. Having some kind of binoculars. Uh, I love using, well, I've, I've used a few different things. Nikon and Vortex have great beginner pairs. We use those in our vehicles. Um, I also use Zeiss, which is you know, it's higher end. I'll have a pair of binoculars with you. Something that you can use. Uh, have a camera with you. I'm giving away a camera bag. It's, I have so many people that use cameras on trips and iPhones or your Android phone. You know, a lot of those work great. But if you have a nicer camera, this is definitely the place to bring that camera. Other gear is I would bring water bottles, something to put water in. There's water fill stations throughout the park. It's in the summer months. You know, you're at a higher elevation, about 7,000 feet. And so a lot of people aren't used to that elevation. So you're at a higher elevation, anywhere from 70 to 90 degrees, and that sun kind of hits you a little harder, you know, as that higher elevation, higher altitude. And with that higher elevation, you can also get altitude sickness. So, and water does just wonders for that. So keeping hydrated, uh, it's going to get hot, you're going to get thirsty. So having a water bottle, you can refill, and then maybe p pick up a gallon of water here so you can refill it if you're coming off the trail. So I'd have some water bottles with you. Uh, you know, a small backpack is good for these thermal basins. You know, keep your camera, keep your phone, keep your wallet, keep your water in there. Something to think about with that. And I'm going to say the last piece of gear you can think of right off is you know, have some kind of field guide, uh, whether that's a field guide on your phone. Uh, a book one is always good for birds and mammals. One of the reasons I say that is, you know, that way, when you see an animal and maybe you're not as familiar with it, uh, you can look it up and double check. You know, what does that look like? You don't have a lot of service in the park. So often you'd be like, well, we're going to look it up later. And you forget, look like that. You know, you pull up a picture on your phone from something you've downloaded. You pull out your book and be like, oh, it, that is an elk. That's not a moose. Or, oh, that is a mule deer. You know, we're not as familiar with mule deer. Or uh, coyote. I think that's a coyote rather than a wolf. Or, oh, look it, there's a bear. Hey, look it, this says that the black bears come in brown, blonde cinnamon. So, you know, maybe this is a black bear rather than a grizzly bear. So some kind of field guide can really come in handy. Anyways, um, those are just some really quick 
um, probably scatterbrained uh, tips for as you prepare to yellow prepare to come to Yellowstone. Again, I'll mention that book, Yellowstone Explored, and Shauna Barron has her website, and it's the Yellowstone Trip Planning. So take a look at that, Google that. Um, some great options there. Go back and look at listen to the previous podcast, episode six. And again, if you haven't, um, appreciate you reaching out to the to the sponsor, Think Tank Photo, doing this competition and won one of these these camera bags. Thanks for uh, taking the time to listen. I know this is a short episode. I hope you have a, a happy Thanksgiving. And again, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Titan Nature's Yellowstone. Thanks for listening to Titan Nature's Yellowstone, the podcast for those that don't get out, can't get out, or can never get enough. Keep up to date with Titan Nature and Think Tank Photo on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube.